Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the podcast. Our guest today is a former corporate executive, a serial entrepreneur, and a mentor and advisor to many individuals and companies. He's a fellow IIT alum, and in this case, also a fellow chemical engineer. He graduated from the Indian Institute of Technology, Madras, and has a doctorate from the University of Houston. He is the chairman of Quasitum and serves on the boards of many organizations. Dr. Srinivas Bene Bete. Welcome, Bene. Oh, thank you, Raj. It's uh, good to be with you and good to chat with you. So, talk to me about your global experiences starting in India and uh, the various countries you visited and worked and lived in and anything that stands out. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, so, first of all, I've been very fortunate to have had the opportunity to really go around the world and uh, work with uh, people in different countries. And that comes through my uh, work life in uh, mobile. Mobile is a global company. And when I was running the technology unit at mobile, I was able to uh, go to different countries, whether it's Indonesia, Nigeria, Norway, Denmark, uh, Germany, South America, Venezuela, you know, these types of uh, countries. And that's been a, a fabulous experience. One is to figure out what ticks in those cultures. Right? So people often struggle when US corporations go over there. They struggle in the sense of uh, not connecting with the people. So they want why they can't get uh, you know, things done or why is it so difficult and why they are so distant. And that doesn't have to be that way. And I've been able to fortunately bridge that. And that's uh, uh, been really, really good with us. And I also, as you know, I lived in uh, Indonesia for three years uh, as uh, uh, running one of the units uh, for mobile oil over there. And that was a fabulous time for us, fabulous experience for myself, fabulous experience for the family and the kids, and the exposure that the children get by interacting with in different people around the world uh, is, I feel, enriches them uh, immensely. So having done that now, you know, since then, it's, it's, it also turns out that post my mobile career, I've been able to go back to India and then work with uh, a very large Indian corporation out there as the CEO of their exploration, international exploration production uh, company, uh, living in Bombay and working over there. I got a taste of that as well. I've never worked in India before that. So... Hmm. All of this is, you know, I consider that as one really very, very fortunate to have that. It's a very, very rich experience. And uh, it's, it's always been very positive for me. And it's also has served me very well. It's rewarded me very well. Awesome. So I, I knew, uh, I think I knew you were in Indonesia. You lived in Indonesia for a while. You said three years. So, you know, you said uh, about connecting with people how did you connect? How did you manage to connect with people in Indonesia, for instance? Oh, first and foremost is to learn the language. Uh, mm. So you have to sort of give an attempt to learn the language 
and uh, got good enough to conduct technical meetings, you know, although I could couldn't carry on a long conversation or make a presentation in Bahasa Indonesia, but I could make that connection. The second thing is when you're with people, you have to figure out how they want to be and then try to do what they do. So there's one example. Um, uh, that I, I want to give to people. It's, it's, it's very strange. We had gone out uh, for a meeting in a, a town in uh, East Java called uh, Bantung. So Bantung, so where, uh, where we had the meeting and the whole bunch of mobile, my juniors, people who are reporting to me and the various technical people were going to meet and have uh, uh, dinner at one place. Okay, this was during Ramadan as well. Okay, so what it meant was during Ramadan they don't eat anything. Right? If if at all they can take a sip of water is if it's extremely hot, and then I would follow that with them. And in the evening when we break fast, this particular place was uh, like a it's like a community plate. Okay? The food is served on a big uh, banana leaf, a plantain leaf on the table. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody eats out of that. So, um, so you know, did the same thing with them. So when these things happen, they consider us as part of them. Okay. So, so that rapport was built and uh, they did not, feel that we are some foreigner trying to come and run something in Indonesia. If we can accomplish that, a lot of things can, uh, can be done over there in these, in these countries. Right? In the Western world, everything, uh, particularly in the business world, seems like a transaction. Or oh, it's, it's like, I need something, I want something. Okay? I think one has to get over that to build that rapport. You mentioned about... Uh your work in India, uh, and I think uh, you were referring to the, your work with uh, Reliance uh, ENP. You worked, uh, you were head of uh, Reliance ENP in the US. I recall you telling me about a meeting you had with India's richest man, Mukesh Ambani. Yeah, what was that like? In 2000, uh, when I was just getting ready to you know, leave Exxon Mobil, I was contacted by uh, Reliance, uh, one gentleman by name uh, PMS Prasad, a wonderful man. Uh, so he wanted to come and talk to me about uh, exploration and production. They were just getting ready to uh, really go in a big way. And then, you know, the conversation said, uh, you know, we would like for you to come and head the EMP thing in Bombay. And I was not ready to do that. Uh, my kids were in high school and I did not want to move back. Uh, but I did uh, help them in certain strategies and how to go about doing something in the U.S., uh, particularly in terms of uh, recruiting talent. So then and after that, I went on to do my uh, own thing, my own entrepreneurial activity. And in 2007, I happened to get another call from the same gentleman, Mr. Prasad, and say, hey, Bene, what? what are you doing these days? And I had just exited my first venture here in Dallas. 
and then we got to talking and says uh, well uh, you know we would like to talk to you uh, you know coming and uh, working and i said really i'm not interested in a job um, but in any case uh, mr ambani mukesh ambani wants to talk to you so uh, you know kind of agreed uh, went to bombay and uh, met with him a uh, very very impressive uh, character mr ambani very articulate um very open uh, he's for sure he knows uh, what he wants to do extremely smart and not just intelligent uh, but clever and, uh, and and street smart this is my impression of him and the way he thinks through these businesses and that's why they're so that's why they're so big now then uh, one thing led to another from just being an advisor to mukesh uh, convincing me and says you know we want to do something in north america so you take over the entire international operations and stuff like that uh, a whole bunch of things happened uh, the, the, you know the the fact is reliance is a family owned business and they have their own way of running things and that is a very hard thing for some of us who come grown up in the western world get adjusted to and so there's nothing nothing wrong with that that is what they are and they're very successful at that uh, it's up to people like me who can adapt and run it so we had some great successes i was there for two 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 and a half years uh, great successes so i ended up staying in bombay more than uh, being in houston uh, we built an office in houston but uh, did that but uh, have, i've had several interactions with mr ambani i've uh, gone to parties at his house mira has uh, talked with him and his wife as well very gracious people um uh, you know very very intelligent uh, success and uh, nothing but admiration for them uh, that i have so so that's interesting so you know uh, so was was the meeting i'm more interested in the in the individual uh, and your interaction was the meeting everything you expected uh, or, or was no. he i'm sure i should say was he was he what you expected uh, or or not no i that is uh... i was i was very pleasantly su- surprised and uh, so i was expecting a different kind of businessman and uh, so but i was i was surprised in uh, how eloquent and articulate he is uh, and the one on one conversation and he was also it's it's it was more a casual conversation like that we are having mm-hmm. uh, so it was not very stiff it was not that you know he is the richest man in india and i'm i'm some guy coming out from from the us uh, none of that ideas were exchanged uh, in all those things uh, to to even talking about uh, who helps with uh, homework and with their kids uh, that sort of hmm. casualness and at one point i did uh, you know uh, i was you know confident enough to interrupt mr ambani and say okay mr ambani you've been talking for a long time can i say something uh, hmm. uh, so and that's cool yeah and so, what do you say 
What did he he says, oh, yes, yes, yeah, I'm so, I'm so sorry, Benny. Yeah, 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 go on, go on, go on. I want to hear you. So that, that is the kind of uh, interaction that uh, that first meeting was. I was, I, was, I was very impressed. And that is the reason, actually, uh, that is the reason why I decided to go and, uh, and, and do that job, uh, that meeting. And they knew very well, okay? Mr. Prasad knew very well that he wanted me to meet Sumbani, otherwise I wouldn't have taken uh, the job with uh, Reliance. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, so that's some um, very, very positive uh, things about the interaction that they have had. That's cool. That's, that's a great story. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, you started talking a little bit about your upbringing and I don't know much about your early life, uh, but I'm interested to hear uh, more about your education. What was growing up like you, uh, like for you, you know, um, um, your early schooling years and maybe at 16 or 17, you started at IIT. So take our listeners back to when and how and why you decided to become an engineer and join IIT. Was your dad an engineer? No, my dad was not an engineer. So okay. this is, uh, you know, this is an, an interesting background. I, I come from a very, very uh, humble background. Uh, my both my parents uh, they come from farming community so so my my mother's uh, parents they moved to bangalore to earn a living my father's parents they were in the village my father decided to come and uh, so when we were born uh, they, they had established just established themselves as uh, as school teachers okay primary school teachers in Bangalore. In Bangalore. So there is a there is a reason reason for all of that is in the sense they were both educated up to SSLC in the in the normal schooling thing, mm-hmm. and they had to make a living, and mm-hmm. so and, and so they uh, both of them convinced themselves that being a teacher is the right thing to do. So they went to the teachers' training uh, programs and stuff. And then they so, became uh, government school teachers. Yeah, right. So SSLC is uh, the, the basically the high school equivalency. So they finished high That's school correct. and That's then correct. got teacher training. Yeah, okay. That's correct. That's correct. So now the humble background is uh, we can't we couldn't even call ourselves middle class in India in even in those days. You know, in the late fifties, early sixties. Uh, so we we have to say they would earn maybe. 300 rupees a month together, three, 400 rupees. I don't know exactly. Mm. Uh, but one thing uh, that later on I learned that my mother was very focused on wanting to do something, this thing. So when she got married, she was in high school, actually, you know, mm. early. Mm. Uh, right. And then they, the tradition there is uh, the woman uh, stops going to school and, uh, you know, takes care of the family and brings up the children Mm-hmm. Um, but she is the one that she had the desire to become a doctor or eventually go on the go on the business side and even get an MBA. But that wasn't uh, going, to, going to happen. So because they had to put food on the table and uh, bring up the children. So that's where the and then they also felt that from that economic condition, the only way out of that is uh, uh, really education. Now, that focus came. If my parents hadn't done that, I don't think I would be sitting here talking to you. 
so the so for the for the kids our main thing is you got to study you got to educate yourself uh, how, how did you decide uh, that iit was the right place for you was that uh, was that an well, obvious choice no that was somewhat uh, serendipity i guess in some sense uh, uh when we were in trinity university college i had never even heard of uh, iit before mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents didn't know anything about. They knew the local uh, engineering colleges, and that's about it. That's my story. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's so it's uh, you know, it's, there was a senior in uh, in that batch who we met, and somebody said, "Oh, he's going off to some college in Karakpur. What is that?" So IIT. So my friend Vinky and I, you know, kind of met up with him. Said, "Where are you going? What is this thing about?" so that's when i really learned about iit and then so how do you get into that so and then they said oh you have to write an entrance exam oh my god okay now you know we got to do the leg work he said okay here is a book that i <clears throat> used uh maybe this will help you and then that was the end of that conversation and that's when i decided oh we have to give this a shot learned a little bit more about iit and give us a shot and as it turned out our curriculum uh, in, in bangalore at the pre university level uh, it turned out not up to par with what iit was expecting for us for us to know mm-hmm. and uh, suddenly we realized oh my goodness we are going to write this exam at a tremendous disadvantage uh, so we have to do something about it and the only thing that we knew was this so called op kanna guide okay it's about mm-hmm. inches thick and what uh, govin had uh, had given us so every day after college you know we would walk back and venki's house was on the way to my house so we we would sit together and then just went through that guide to say you know what is there what what does it mean and learn a little bit about Uh, what is expected in uh, iit entrance exams so the hardest part i remember is they start in in chemistry they started talking about bonds and uh, structures and electrons i never heard of any of that stuff the only bond i knew was james bond <laughs> you know? so scary as hell uh, so but uh, we did go through that and then uh, wrote the exam and as it turns out the math and physics always came uh, easy easy for me and we had learned enough about uh, chemistry to get through so both of us uh, got into iit and both of us got exactly what we wanted and where we wanted to go and that's how i ended up in iit and thankfully i i, I didn't even apply to local engineering schools after i written the iit exam and mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately i got into iit and and there was no looking back after that so was your mom comfortable with sending her baby away <clears throat> excuse me yeah uh, uh no but they were apprehensive uh but they had done their uh, homework without me knowing contacted people in uh, in madras um figuring out where to build that support uh, system uh, for me and without my knowledge tell me tell me more about your mom so you said she inspires you 
My mother, as I mentioned earlier, she wanted to really go on to further her studies and do uh, you know, something about either become a doctor or getting, getting in through the MBA programs and all that. And this was right after, uh, in, you know, when I was in middle school and she decided to go continue her education. So now this is a, this is a remarkable uh, story, and I'm very proud and uh, being fortunate having to witness this and why it is an inspiration. It can be an inspiration for everybody. So first thing she did was to get a master's in Hindi, okay, which wow. is Sahitya Ratna, and being a South Indian, you know, she excelled in that, and then she started teaching Hindi. And then she said, okay, so that was a couple of years. And then I was, I was still in middle school, if I, I remember right. Um, and then, then she said, no, 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 that's not enough. I have to do the, the traditional line of uh, education. So, so she, remember, she only had done high school at that point in terms of uh, the actual certificates. Right. So did she skip college? How did she do that? Yeah, well... Uh, I guess for for Hindi, you can write the Sahitya Ratna examination without having a college degree. Mm. Uh, but now for the regular college degree, whether it's a BS or a Bachelor of Arts or Engineering, uh, you need to continue on from high school level. So here she is teaching in school. She would come back uh, home, cook for all of us. And then she started attending evening college with her pre-university, that was one year. And then she goes on to get a <clears throat> bachelor degree in economics. And wow. that, she gets the gold medal okay, at the university for economics. Wow. And, you know, this doesn't happen. You know, here I have to give credit to my father. Uh, this doesn't happen with the male's, uh, you know, concurrence and encouragement. My father, you know, he could have simply said, hey, I don't have, I can't have a woman. You know, you know the, how the traditional, um, you know, husband-wife relationship or the hierarchy is set up in the old structures. Mm-hmm. So he's the breadwinner and how can a woman go? But he did not do that. In fact, he encouraged, something happened. My mother was ill and he went and received the gold medal on her behalf. And he was very proud of that. Wow. Yeah. So that was the bachelor's degree. Okay. We're still going through high school. Okay. I'm still going through high school. Then she says, okay, now um, uh, I have to get, um, I'm interested in literature. So she goes and gets a master's in uh, the local language, Canada. So that's two years. And then she says, no, 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 no. That's not enough. I'm an educator. I have to get trained in that. So she gets a second bachelor's degree in bachelor's in education. By that time, I was in IIT. Okay. So all of this is going on while she's working. And then she eventually progressed to teaching uh, as, as a lecturer in a college um, until she retired uh, from that job. So, so later on, I asked her, you know, your interest was to you know, being either business or a doctorate or something, why didn't you go do an MBA after your economics uh, degree? She said, you know, my command of the English language 
I felt was not up to that level. So that's why she did not go and do it. Mm. So this, at the same time when she's raising us and putting food on the table and going to college and, and, and study, uh, truly remarkable. And then also at, 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 at the same time, she had a business running at home. Right? She was wow. at home. And she was named the Woman Entrepreneur of the Year one year. And I have to tell you that if she was in this country, uh, she would have led one of the major uh, corporations. You know, she would be like Indira Nui or somebody like that, running a major corporation. Hmm. So that's why it's, it's like, you know, it, it came uh, around the family where we grew up. This was always going on. Uh, I, I recall somebody named our house Lighthouse. So somebody was up all night studying. Mm. So, and uh, that's why I call, I, I, the most remarkable person that I know is my mother. Wow, that's, that's, that's such an inspiring story. Penny, this has been a fascinating conversation. We could go on forever. Uh, you know, I think you, there's lots of interesting stories that I, I know uh, we can still talk about, but I want to be respectful of your time. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Thank you, Raj. And uh, anytime, uh, love to have more conversations with you. So coffee with uh, Raj is always uh, enjoyable. <laughs>